Hey, this is Sean here. Um, well, this will be the final episode of Building a Business podcast. And it is the unreleased part two of um, our discussion with Scobibu about a month ago. Uh, well, the reason why I'm calling this off is because um, managing a podcast like building a business is a tough job and it would be nice if we have a team to do this, but um, because it's all just myself and it's a bit difficult to find people, new business owners to come in and also old business owners to come back um, to update on things. So I guess the podcast has run its course. Um, I have learned what I've um, what I've set out to learn and perhaps this would free some time for me to do other projects as well. So this will be the last of it. Thank you very much everyone for listening to Building a Business and I hope this final episode will entertain you. I, I understand and I agree with uh, both your perspectives but I also agree with Wan Cheng's perspective because when there are too many people in the game, when the market is in there, it's it's good already, right? It's so difficult to penetrate and you can you will just become like an an egg. An egg is an mm. egg is an egg. You it's so difficult to brand an egg unless you spend most of the money on branding. Like creating all these variations of omegas that don't exist and put it in there and tell people that these things are good. And then, you know, get them to buy something that is so generic and yet, and, you know, say that it's mm. very branded. So I think both sides has its, has its issues as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Wenchung, what do you, what do you, you know, wish to know before coming into this business? Maybe we direct that to Jen Young first. No, we can. <laughs> uh... So Nicholas and I deal with marketing, right? So we do understand that certain products are definitely harder to market. Um, So technicalities of the business product itself, right? It's, you know, um, there's only so much you can know before entering a market and actually Mm. being in the market. So that is not my problem. My problem is the commitment part and working between friends. You know, I've worked with friends multiple times and <laughs> it's not getting any easier, you know, because each, I think each of us have, um, each of us have this like different way on how we want to brand the product, how we want to sell the product, how we want to, like which platform to use to market it first, how long, how long it takes, um, what's our expectation within the end of the year. You know, mm. some, some, maybe some of us have a cutoff at year end. Maybe some of us, you know, are looking in three to five years time. It's, you know, it's like something like an investment, like there's a different holding period, like it applies here. So to me, it's more interpersonal, like these issues. I wish, I wish I had, I, you know, because both three of us are really good friends. So mm. I thought it would be, easier but apparently it's not mm. but it's getting easier <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> lot, a lot of communications are, um because i do believe that you cannot really separate um if let's say let's say we are working together as friends right you cannot really separate 
the feelings you feel at work and the feelings you feel outside of work, no mm. matter, you know, it, it always intertwines a little bit. Yeah. Mm. So as much as I like to say, like, I can separate it, but, you know, there are times where it just leaks and then, you know, uh, yeah, let's say I have an argument with Nicholas, let's say, and I said, oh, I don't want to see stupid face for like a week. <laughs> you know, that kind. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's all these issues that I wish I was a bit more realistic about it. And, you know, uh, entering this, I was like, all like, whoo, we're going to do this, you know, three good friends. But, you know, there's, there's struggles. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think with both of them gone, my friends are gonna get down to ten only, like less than ten. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that give us uh, understand each other more, like, I think. Yeah, we do. You know, um, perspective. You know, if you're a friend, then you would know how would you think when you are committed to a business. <clears> you know, <throat> that is uh, on a whole different you know page of view. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like some some friends, they normal friends, they just um, you know, be friends forever. When they go into, you know, a business partner that is a you know a different approach and different way of handling stuff and different thinking also. So, yeah, there are a lot of things that we need to balance. Like, I think. Yeah. Come to this, yeah. Agree. Yeah. Agree. <clears throat> what about Wan Ching? What about Wan Ching? <laughs> what did you want to know before we started this? Yeah. So what you wish you had known before you started this. Yeah. yeah. What I wish I would have known is how much um, argument he's gonna get with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, honestly speaking, I came on this uh, with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a. Uh, it was just, you know, we in the spur of the moment. Exactly, it was in the spur of the moment. Um, we came together and I think for me, we're still sort of on the journey of discovery and I have had the idea that it's going to be a marathon like what Sean has mm-hmm. said at the beginning. So I don't think there's a lot of things I wish, you know, I, I, I could be projecting a lot of um, data and analyzing the market and things like that. But honestly, I think it's it's part of the process as we as we go along. And we kind of pick pick up we have been picking up a lot of things as we go. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as we've come. Um, it has all been really um, just been really eye-opening to me. In terms of what relationship, in terms of the market, in terms of the marketing, in terms of social digital marketing, um, yeah. Mm. Okay. Wow. Technically, I went around saying. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was wondering, like, so, so what? Did no. You wish? <laughs> did you I, ask? No, I. Well, I basically wish. You, you, you technically you just wish you to know more, lah, right? Yeah, to know more <laughs> of everything, but then you know. It's fine. Like we, we came onto this journey. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Is that answering it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> there is no right or wrong answer. Um, there are people. 
who maybe reach a point and say that, oh, shit, if I would have known this, I would have done it differently. If I would have known that, I would have done it differently. And I think you started your, your perspective quite clearly in saying that you came here without any expectation and with an open mind. So whatever you saw are all the hurdles that you have to go through, but not necessarily bad things. It's just part and parcel of it. Mm. And without that expectation and with that open mind, so you see it and you act on it. You see it and you act on it rather than a lot of reflection going on on your end. Yeah. Mm. So yes, the well, it's a good sharing uh, session, heart to heart thing. It's not yeah. hard to hard going on with these guys. So yeah, we are very <laughs> romantic people, <laughs> sentimental people. <laughs> okay, so before we close on the first question, does anybody want to add something? No, I'm good. Okay, so the next one: if you were to start this business again, what resources you wish you had, and how would you allocate that resource or resources? Money. I wanted to say the same thing, you know. <laughs> no, time, 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 time is the most important. Okay, so let's talk money first. <laughs> um, how much? Nicholas, you say roughly? first, so you go ahead. Yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, <laughs> listen. I, I, I wish you have more money to, you know, run a more um, 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 experimental on, on the product. Or, you know, um, to, to, to invest in the product, um, like to know more about the product. You know, one of the, one of the very good examples I think we have mentioned before is that um, to, to bring the product for a lab test, mm. but we couldn't afford it. <laughs> okay. You know, like one product, yeah. one product, uh, you need to spend like what, 1,500 for, for one report. So we have like four now and then, you know, yeah. Yeah so, yeah, so, yeah, you know, for me, it's that if we have more money, then we can do that better and maybe we can sell our product better also. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you, when you get all the facts done, right, uh, when you have all the facts, um, you know, with you, then you can tell people, you know, what is it about more confident, like, you know, what are we selling and what is it about? And it is easier to educate people as well. You know, since people mm. don't know about it. So if we have all these facts, right, then we can tell them, you know, what is it about? You know, it is proven, you know, it's healthy. So you won't die. You know, mm. so I, I wish like, you know, from, from my perspective, you know, we should have more money on it. And also- But we're still working towards that milestone. And I think that's a, that's a very important one for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, initially also, we had a lengthy discussion on this. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Lengthy discussion indeed. <laughs> <laughs> It is. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. But we're, we're working towards it. So it's almost there. Yeah. Um, money, money does help, obviously. Um, I, also men- I also would mention, like, um, you know, resources, not just in terms of money, but in our knowledge as well. You know, like, um, I-, I think we entered this thinking that it's just like, or at least Nila entered this thinking that we have the resources like our day job, like spending, spending like 20, 30 thousands of ringgit in a campaign. And then, you know, like, whoa, whether it succeed or fail, you know, we have a report at the end, but this one is our money spending that, 
thousands of ringgit and just to see it fail, right? You, you don't know whether you want to put it, the money in first. So I think mine is more towards the confidence in actually allocating and investing the money into the business again. Like, because um, after our initial capital, right? Uh, we haven't been really reinvesting in it. We've been running on uh, our revenues. So yeah. um, because of that, right? If you, if you were to purely just run on revenues, then it would be harder for us to, you know, uh, get newer equipments to ease the whole process because um, the increment is slower. Ma. So if we yeah. were to inject money in, it would be much quicker. So uh, for me, it's more towards uh, our confidence in actually injecting money into it okay. and committing more into the business. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I want to address the elephant in the room now after you say this. Um has the first question is that uh, was it uh, was it a kind of something that you guys said that you guys will be continuously re-injecting funds on a regular basis into the company to see it grow or it has never crossed your mind and you have reached a point now that you want it but there is hesitance in um, okay uh, for me right I always wanted more money from these people are because it helps it helps do things much easier but mm. um you know i also know them on a personal level so i myself am not really confident in it so when i were to put my money in okay. it i'm assuming that it's going to be you know burnt but okay. i cannot expect the same type of commitment from both of them so if i were to ask them to commit to a certain amount right i need to be confident that i can you know we as a unit right can generate this kind of things within a year or let's say two years and we will see x y z but i cannot i'm not confident in that so that's why till date it's all just like yeah we'll okay. just roll with this first okay okay yeah. is there uh, is there have you have your discussions on this one reach a point where you have considered the leap of faith Uh no, not not no. yet. No. no. Um, okay. Well, I'm always on a leap of faith kind of attitude for me <laughs> since the very start. <laughs> that is true. That is right. True. Yeah, yeah. One thing, in fact, um, one thing is the one that you know, just leap here. Say, yeah, yeah, and say let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Right. One thing. I think it's also trust. You know, I trust that the two of them are not going to make me go bankrupt. Because yeah. they are good at what they do, and mm. you have mm. okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> what was that? Nope. I don't know what was that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so one check on time. Hmm. I think if we had more time to figure things out mm-hmm. and more time to work on it, mm. we would have already resolved all these issues with money. Um, maybe we would have already uh, been at a different stage, uh, re-injecting the money back in mm-hmm. over and over um, multiple times. Um, yeah, I always feel like um, time, if we had, if we've been working, how many months has it been? Um, if we had so much more time, uh, if we don't have a day job, you know, if we're mm-hmm. fully committed to it, it would have been at a different level as of today. Mm-hmm. Mm. even think, though we had no cash to start with. Mm. I think the safety net of having our day job does, does make us occasionally complacent about the whole progress thing. Uh, let's, yeah. be on, let's be honest here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. No, no, it's true. It's true, actually. Mm. Yes, it's true. Mm. Yeah. 
But that's it. Don't go leaving your job for this thing because it's a very <laughs> dangerous leap you're, you're, you're doing. Yeah. You know, I've read a few, few um, I don't know whether it's a book or an article, right? But um, actually none of them, none of them suggest that you jump into a business unless you have a lot of cash. Yeah. Like most of them ask you to, you know, you, you do the slow burn kind of method where you go yes. with two, three years let it's it mature by itself. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when you're ready and when the business foundation is set up properly, then um, either one of the person here or maybe all three of us can join it yeah. full time. You know? uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is something that you only see in movies. In, in real life, you don't get to see all these other things happen. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, it's like the montage happens in like three seconds and you think that it's really that short, but it's actually the span of three years. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, uh, to answer this question, I think for me is um, I wish I have a better team to start with. <gasps> yeah, so, um, so okay. w- w- we, start, we start out as a team of three mm-hmm. and through halfway, one person dropped out and it wasn't very good. So good thing was the, the other person that who is my partner now, uh, he is he he depends on he he trusts me he put full trust on how I run the company but I wish I have a few other people who have the capacity to to dream to have visions and to 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 take the leap of faith and 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 you know a few of us can sit down and we talk about stuff and say okay guys you know what this feels a bit far-fetched, but let's just do it. Like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just go and then we see what happens. And then this partner of mine will be the one who builds a safety net for us. And he says, okay, this is how far you can go. This is a safety net. You're free to go. This is your runway. You cannot go past here. So within that amount of time, the other few people will can sit with me and we can brainstorm and come up with the wildest ideas and, and, and then we will make it work. Mm. And to me, if I have that, if I have that little team, money will come. It really doesn't matter. It's it's mm. the people. It's the people that make things work. Mm. Yeah, that's what I, I see. Think, like in hindsight, yeah. I think that's what I appreciate also in our team. Um, that you know, uh, as a trio, it's a lot easier for us to have discussions. Um, whether it being a crazy idea or very realistic of Mathis. Uh, as, as a trio, it's always easier to arrive at the decision because of um, the majority um, uh, mm. kind of vote. Um, and also, I think three of us brings, the, uh, we, all of us, we bring a different uh, belief system, different values, different personalities onto the table. So it always makes the discussion. You don't really know where it's it's what the decision is until we've actually spoken about it. Mm. So that's that's for us as a team. Yeah. That's good. Uh, do you have anything to add before we go on to the last and final question for the evening? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is, yes, what are the common myths about your industry or business that you want to debunk? Uh, common myth like for example kombucha can kill you 
Well, I guess the main one, I would say, um, the one that always is uh, out there is kombucha is healthy. Mm. Um, to be honest, um, kombucha can be healthy, but um, they also don't taste very um, delicious. But I think the health thing always sells because of the... Uh, the fermentation process. I think the whole fermentation process does, I, I don't know whether you're going there or not, does imply some sort of health-related benefits. Probiotics mm. part of it, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, but I also think, you know, there's a lot of other processing that, that goes, that, it, uh, that happens um, when it comes to creating all these non-sugar uh, kombucha. It's a very stringent process of it. Um, and you know, um, it's placed at a very high, high price point um, that that makes it sort of not affordable for a health um, conscious kind of lifestyle. Mm. I think if it were to be branded as a typical normal drink, maybe it wouldn't have that uh, that price point that it, it is at uh, now, and then maybe it would have helped to be able to penetrate the market a lot easier. So, okay. This is interesting because I I feel that what you're saying now is the reason why the price point of the kombucha, all the kombucha in the market is so, is because of the perception of its health, not because of the actual cost of the product? Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, to to his, to add on yeah. to his um to his thought, right? Um, there are also a few costing method and pricing methods. Is that so, me? Sorry, sorry. Can sorry, you what? hear us? Can Can you hear me? No, I think he's um he's disconnected. I can see. Yeah, yeah both of you guys. But yeah, Wanching, you're back. Can you hear us? You're not muted. I can, I can see him move though. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we tell him to reconnect again. Sorry, I had a really bad connection there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're you're okay now. Stay. Mm. Stay. Mm. Oh, is that how you tell your dog to stay? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Wait. I think I'm. St- Maybe I'll re- reconnect. Yeah. Go yeah. reconnect. Yeah. You reconnect. Yeah. Jenya. So great. Oh. You were. Am I supposed to continue? Yeah. You were saying something about um, carrying the conversation forward from Wanching. About oh, yeah. pricing. Uh, do, do we need to wait for him? I guess it's fine. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, we can wait for him if you want. Yeah, we can wait for him. Uh, wait for him. Uh, so you, when you fair. cut, it's easier. So. Yeah, can I? Can. No problem. No problem. Um, what was Wanching trying to say just now? What was the point? I don't know. Hey, Gong Zhang, you're right. Every time he talks, don't right, I in, uh, really <laughs> piece everything together. Because from the start to the end, right, I feel like he's talking about different things, you know. I don't think. Is he? I don't know. Like, I don't, it's I like, don't um, get this, he, he was talking about health. 
Then after that, mm. he was talking about not as healthy as it seems. And after that, he comes in at price point and the gap between... So, um, okay, I understand the health and not as healthy as it seems. Like, for example, yogurt is branded as a very healthy product. Yeah, but it's But a in fact, it's sugar. not. It's full of sugar. Actually, in yeah. fact, it has more sugar than Coca-Cola. Yeah. The day okay, I saw so- this yogurt that my company gave, right? And I'm like, oh, you know, I have 24 BG. And I'm like, mm. okay, one day I'm going to eat for breakfast. I saw the sugar content, right? It's even worse than my three in one. And then I take one third of a three in one every day, you know. It's like, holy shit, I'm not eating this yogurt anymore. Exactly. So I think from that perspective, he's right. Um, the myth mm. of all, all kombucha being made equal and it has to yeah. be healthy. So that is okay. So that's why I wanted to ask him about the costing because yeah. he went on to where, say... I didn't know where the price point came in. Yeah. So, but it's right or not? Like the cost of the product, did you price the product according to um, to the branding? Uh, sorry, to the to your competitors or is price to your cost? It's not price to cost. Um, oh, so it's wait, value-based it's, pricing? It's, la. It's, no, um, what we price normally, right? Um, it's slightly... It's not... I don't know how much margin technically um, each kombucha, other kombucha brands earn, but mm-hmm. this margin that we are pricing, right, it's around an F&B margin, which is 40%, 40, mm. 40 plus percent. So um, taking into fluctuations of, uh, you know, sometimes ingredient costs, sometimes we have breakage, uh, I think it's all right. It, mm. it definitely can be priced much much lower but then because we are producing in a small amount right you also mm. need to make sure that um the the, the margin that we're taking in is actually feasible for us to brew and so let's say we have a max cap of 60 bottles we cannot be pricing it at um a, 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 like five percent margin and just say we do volume yes. because we don't have that volume yeah um but yeah so i'm factoring also how much we can produce um when okay. we are pricing and how low we can go um, during each sale so that um, you know we are more flexible in doing um, uh, you know price alteration during any promo period okay okay yeah. all right so uh, let's let's pick up where we left off uh, mm. Wanching was saying uh, talking about two things uh, mm. number one uh, one myth which is all kombuchas are healthy so mm. not all kombuchas are healthy so I would take the classic example of a yogurt drink in fact, a lot of yogurt drinks in the market have more sugar content per 100 ml than Coca-Cola. So we mm. always use Coca-Cola as a benchmark, right? Some of them even have more. So just because it's kombucha doesn't mean all is created equal and all is healthy. So the second one that you said is actually regarding pricing and cost. And uh, then I asked uh, the question, which is like, uh, is, is if are you is your product price based on a value-based pricing, which means that you, com- you compete your price based on competitors' product uh, of equal product and the value it creates versus the cost of the product itself? Um, we are doing, I wouldn't say completely uh, value-based pricing. Um, we are doing definitely cost plus up, but we do give it a, a slightly, um, you know, a bigger buffer for, you know, to cover marketing costs, cover, you know, new R&D. Because 
um, if you were to do like a flat, what, a flat 20, 30%, like let's say um, distributor margin, right? You couldn't cover uh, marketing, R&D, uh, any form of other activities. Like, in, in that sense, it doesn't make sense for us to price it at a distributor cost, uh, a distributor okay. margin, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also are looking at competitors' pricing, so to see what's the average price of mm. any kombucha. And lo and behold, that price is also the most comfortable for us um, in terms of uh, margin. Yeah, in terms of margin. That's not figure Yeah, in terms of margin. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Mm. So, so it is also to say that, let's say if you would have obtained scale, there is a possibility that you can either reduce your price or create a flank product that is cheaper um, yeah. as well, right? Definitely. So mm. if let's say you can go, um, we can create um, scale, let's say, uh, let me see, let, let's say 10 times of what our production right now, right? We definitely can go way lower. Because mm. in, in that sense, right, our max capacity wouldn't be, let's say, 60 to 100 bottles that we produce every month. It would be 1,000 bottles. And that sense, if we go by volume, the amount of marketing, uh, you know, the amount of marketing expenses we can take from that 1,000 is, you know, it's that, that, that amount. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But also, I think um, the price as the price for kombucha, right, the, um, why they price it that way is that also um, the effort of brewing that thing. Yes. Yes. I because agree with brewing, this one. Brewing kombucha is not easy, you know. You mm. you it's not like um it's not like you make instant coffee. You you take a scoop of coffee and you put it in hot water and then you got your kombucha. Mm. You mm. know the process of um the brewing the process of brewing the tea is easy, but you have to wait for you know like for X uh, amount of time with um, mm. until it is fully fermented and it is um you know pleasant to drink. You know, that process is worth the money i think mm, okay you know, so um imagine like you waited well, for for our our product we ferment for for about 10 to 14 days you know that one jar we ferment for what for 10 to 14 days and we can only produce like what nine bottles 10 bottles nine nine to ten bottles a jar nine, yeah. yeah nine to ten bottles so do you think that effort worth money or not mm, you know, imagine okay. like after 14 days of wait right that jar you know, it something mm. went wrong. Yeah. And, you know, we cannot produce. So yeah, and that whole thing has to go to you know has to go to the bin because and then we have to wait fourteen days to see oh whether the, yeah. the product is good or not. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, so, coming back to my point also about the health and the price point, mm-hmm. maybe I can take the example of what Nicholas has just said. You know, if if we were to brand kombucha more as a fermented uh, product like kimchi. You know, when you think of kimchi, you don't think of health in the first place. You think of how delicious it is. You think of how it's uh, it's part of the culture, um, Korean um, mm-hmm. people. Okay. And, you know, you, that the fermentation takes time. You, you mm. understand the, the mm. whole um, process of it. But for kombucha, mm-hmm. it's always about this premium health drink that, mm. that, that may feel a bit too far-fetched, you know, that it's 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 unnecessary, you know, it's, um, it's not... It's not part of the um, essential. Mm-hmm. It's not not the daily requirements kind kind of uh, uh, myth and um, image to a kombucha to a kombucha drink. I think. Mm. So you're saying that uh, if you're able to position kombucha as uh, 
similar to the kimchi, then it becomes a bit more of an essential compared to what it is now as a, I guess, an optional thing or a nice to have instead of a must have. But I would like to say that kimchi is actually quite optional. Well, here, here it is. Here it is quite oh, optional. Yeah, but, it's but in Korea, it's yes, it's a cultural yes. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, do we do we know culturally kombucha is from which part of the world? No. You're gonna cut this part out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's nice to have. It's nice to um, know this or not know this at least. Because I, was I don't doing know. The, um, com- the first kombucha was produced like what few thousand in China. Years ago, and then, yeah. yeah, China. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, because we were all doing research on how to copyright the whole thing, and then we're yeah. like, oh, China. I think it was Asian first. It was called okay. Hong Jun Cha. Which is, uh, ah. which is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it has been um, traditionally uh, consumed because of its uh, health benefits and flavor. Uh, mm. Because it's it's like a it's sort of like tea but enhanced flavored. Mm. Um, okay. Mm. Okay. Um, do we have any more myths that we want to debunk? Because we only have four minutes left on our clock, and I think we are taking this quite long because yeah no we're good (laughs) (laughs) no more no more myths that you want to debunk um, Uh, on your industry uh, yeah uh, people ask whether you know it is an alcoholic drink or not Mm. is it an alcoholic drink would you consider like zero point something percentage of alcohol strain as an alcoholic drink Uh, actually um <laughs> in in accounting there's this uh theory i'm gonna get i'm gonna get fucked by you know accountants but um when a certain thing is too small but it exists like, but if it's too small we normally don't consider that as part of the whole um, financial papers eh? so yeah those those are put under like erroneous accounts yeah, or yeah, yeah, negligible yeah. numbers or something yeah, like yes. that mm. but but we live in a muslim country so it depends on this. This will determine whether or not you can obtain a halal certification, and I think that matters to to this. Like Heineken released their zero point zero alcohol free uh, uh, drinks, Drink. but because it is brewed in the same factory, using the same equipment, Jackin that may or may not, it. yeah, they cannot obtain a halal certification. Even also because of the branding as well, because it's Heineken, so it's the kind of they like root beer can no longer be called root beer because it contains mm. the word beer mm. and oh, it's now yeah. RB now. So it's because of, there's a lot of perception that is, um, that can mis- mislead people as well. So I guess mm. that matters as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, you know, if you have enough resources again, you know, we can find out like, you know, why um, the brand in the market, right. They can gain halal um, status, mm. kombucha, you know the giants are in the market. So, um, the 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 same method, the same um, you know kombucha they use also. You know when during the fermentation process, it will produce alcohol as well. You know a strain of alcohol. But how they obtain the halal certification? So, this mm. you know that is a myth and you know something that we wish to to find out. Also. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's actually very true because mm. there are a lot of kombucha drinks all around and they're in the halal side of the supermarkets. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I think that's all we have for today. Thank you very much. I think this today's session is amazing. I love it. Okay. So much stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So before we leave, can you tell the listeners where we can find out about you, your products, and how to buy from you? Django. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> anyone gonna do it? <laughs> no. We are Scoby Boo. You can find us at uh, on Instagram and Facebook at a dot Scoby Boo S C O B Y B O O. Yeah, and then you can slide us to DM, and then we'll take your order from them. All right. Awesome. Thank you very much for doing this. Um, you, okay, I'm gonna do this very quickly. Uh, that's all for this week's episode of Building a Business Podcast. Building a Business Podcast is supported by Patreon patrons like you. From as low as one USD a month, you can help transform Building a Business Podcast into a source of inspiration and lessons for all entrepreneurs and small businesses all around the world. To support, go to patreon.com slash buildingabusiness. If you do not wish to provide monetary support, simply like and drop a review on your podcast feeder to increase visibility and hopefully someone will find it valuable. That is all for this week. Thank you very much. See you guys Dang. next month or next few months. Whenever. Please. Yeah, whenever. <laughs> <laughs> All the best and stay safe. See ya. Bye, Bye. Sean. Bye. Thanks. Bye.